Welcome to Snog Marks, everybody. We are a very funny podcast out of the Central Valley of California, and uh, we're not getting hit by a hurricane, huh, Dusty? Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I hope I didn't say that and then a bunch of people died in that hurricane. Uh, if a bunch of people died in that hurricane, our, our condolences. Uh, we we pre-record these things. Uh, um, I, I should cut this, but I'm not going to. Uh, so on this, this week's episode, uh, what's the first thing we talked about, Dusty? Oh, uh, we have a follow-up about my wrist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dusty, <laughs> Dusty went to the doctor. Um, yeah. and, we'll, and we talk a little bit more about doctor stuff. And then uh, I have to rank maybe a harder, maybe harder. It was just as hard. I'd say just as hard. I have to rank uh, a list of movies and a list of albums. Um, We talk about Dusty Saw the Meg. Right, I did. I saw the Meg. I, I saw the Meg and the trench. Yeah, you saw the Meg and the trench. Uh, he yeah. went to your mama's house. <laughs> uh, so uh, we then uh, get into uh, the best movies in which animals talk, and a uh, little little Power Ranger talk at the end. Did I miss anything? Oh, Dusty, Dusty once again does the past sucks. Uh, we oh we yeah hit a couple a couple topics on the past sucking. So uh, it's a fun episode. Follow us on all the shit. Um, I posted one thing to TikTok at Snark Marks Podcast. Check it out. I'm hoping hoping to post more things to TikTok. Uh, we're figuring that shit out right quick. Uh, I have a new podcast called The Skinny for my uh, radio station. Check that out on everything and hug yourself. Follow us on. I'm gonna I'm, just, I'm gonna keep going. Uh, follow us on uh, Dusty's on Twitter at Snark Mark D. Uh, we're on Twitter at Snark Marks Pod. Uh, we're on Instagram at Snark Marks Pod. I'm on. Instagram at Andrew Idell. I'm tired. Great job, buddy. You know what? I, I I think I did a pretty good job. Oh, and we talked about the fact that I'm done with peanut butter. Me and peanut butter uh, are are uh, irre- ir- irreconcilable. Yeah, well, Andrew. Another uh, another thing that Andrew will take a hard stance on, and then in like eight years, you'll be like, you know what? Peanut butter, pretty good. Why didn't you tell me that peanut butter is so good? <laughs> Why don't you tell me about the cheese? Yeah. Uh, no, dude, I don't like eating quicksand. We 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 litigate that on the show. Okay. So yeah. uh thank you for listening and uh let's play that theme song. Andrew, yeah, I rarely do this. All right, I have a follow up. Oh, okay, okay. I have a follow up to last week. Did the uh, local paper publish like <laughs> local fool falls down? <laughs> yeah, I, I needed them to print a retraction because they spelled <laughs> my name with a two O's, and I won't have that. I am I not. Mind. I am not Dustin Goodwin. Yeah, I don't uh, at least uh, at least credit me correctly if you're going to mock me. Um, I've I've had a friend 
text me and go, why you fall down so much? <laughs> and, and I had to be like, I don't fall down that much. I just say all of them on the podcast. Uh, I'm just glad somebody's like, listening. I, yeah. I had a friend, uh, Kai, actually asked me why I'm hitting my head so much uh, because I told you the story of goring my 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 uh, door my car door. Yeah. The other day, I door door. I yeah, <laughs> uh, matador. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I was getting something out of my refrigerator, and I stood up and I just shellacked my temple on the handle <laughs> for my freezer. Mm-hmm. And it was so painful. It it hurt so bad, Dusty. And yeah. I was I so I kneeled I, I kneeled over uh-huh. uh, a hand well uh, hands on my knees hands on my knees laughing and crying. Um, the next day, I literally texted my sister and Kai and was like, "Hey, feeling a little weird. Hit my head real bad yesterday. Might go to the emergency room." Uh, yeah. But I withstood it. I figured it out. I do have a pretty good mark on my. On you know my why skull. it hurts so bad when you do that? Why? That's where your brain is. Your, brain, your brain's right there. That so, is true. That is true. Uh, no, I, uh, as you'll recall, uh, full on busted my ass <laughs> yeah. last week. Falling. The ass has been was, was entirely busted. Uh, yeah. Um, and my wrist by Sunday was like still hurting real bad. And I was like, this might, like, I might have to go to the doctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're sounding so soft right now, by the way. <laughs> well, I, I almost hurt my, I almost went to the doctor because of a refrigerator <laughs> accident. You just well, tripped and, and did a whoopsie. Yeah. Well, and uh, that's what I was telling Sarah was like, my biggest fear in going to the doctor is that they're going to be like, why are you here? <laughs> there are real injured people. There's oh, your g- wrist, your wrist hurts a little bit. You're like, holding your, you're holding your wrist with your other hand. And you're yeah. like, I fell four days ago and it's not broken or sprained, but it still does hurt a little bit. Yeah. Well, no, it hurts a lot. <laughs> like it hurts a lot now. Uh, but I went, so I go and I'm like, okay, well, I, you know. So you, you know, went, you went to the doctor. I, I did. I okay. did go. Because uh, I was a mostly irresponsible man my entire 20s and most of my 30s. I don't have a primary care physician. Yeah. So if if something's wrong with me, I have to go to the urgent care. I just go to the urgent care and they fix me up. Um, and I had to tell the, so I go in there and there's, you know, it's a Sunday afternoon. There's, there's a few people, but I had to go up to the desk and the lady's like, why are you here? And I was like, cause I fell and my wrist hurts <laughs> and she's like, okay. And that's so uh, like three different times I have to explain to people like, so nothing immediate. No. Is it swollen? Well, I can't really tell if it's swollen or not. It just hurts. It hurts when I try to do stuff with it. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they're like, well, we'll take x-rays. And I'm like, cool. You know, let's you, at you least. S- you see them with a giant stamp that says wuss. <laughs> yeah. That really is. Like On your the, paperwork. The ultimate reason why I won't go is because I'm concerned. Uh, and then it turned out my wrist isn't my wrist and my hand are not broken. They just hurt. It just hurts because I fell down. Um, Who could have guessed? <laughs> like, but I'm talking like it hurts a lot. I believe like, you. I, I'm not. I, I certainly don't think, believe you. I don't think that I have an immense 
tolerance for pain. I'm not some sort of a uh, Superman, but like I'm usually Who? pretty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm usually pretty okay. Yeah, but like it hurts when I try to type at work. It hurts when I take my car keys out of my pocket. It hurts if I have to twist <laughs> like a door. It just hurts, and I was like, it hurts if that, I'm doing the twist. Yeah, it hurts. I can't even Charleston. I, uh, I, I had to skip playing drums because I can't hold a drumstick. Yeah, my... Yes or no question. I don't, we don't want to get further into this. Is it your wiping hand? Uh, <laughs> tis. Oh man. Yeah. All yeah, right. So... All right. That's why you went. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably what they would call a strain with a T. Yeah. The Which lady still hurts. Was, uh, yeah. The lady was just like, well, it's not broken. You probably just sprained it or whatever. And I was like, yeah. well, okay, there's nothing. Could be they... a sprain. Yeah, they don't do anything for that. So. Did it get super purple? No, it's like it looks fine. Probably it just, just a strain. Yeah, yeah, I just a so. strain. Sprains get purple generally. I've I've sprained the shit out of both ankles. I got dainty ankles. You know what yeah. I mean? Who <laughs> would have guessed? Yeah. You've you've got a soft man's ankles, <laughs> bro. Spraining your ankle is like the worst thing I've like. I've had bowel obstructions. I'd probably rather spraining your ankle. The, the like, Oh my God, shoot me in the head pain. Yeah. doesn't last as long as bowel obstruction pain. So I'd probably still rather sprain my ankle, but the actual pain itself in a vacuum hurts worse. The right. pain per second on a sprained ankle hurts worse than having a bowel obstruction. I think. Well, and you're, and you're not going to die from your ankle being sprained. Well, and the, the, and the bowel obstruction is like a ramp up. So like the worst, when you're like screaming at them, Hey, put a goddamn needle in my arm before I blow this place to smithereens <laughs> like the Joker. Uh, right. That might hurt worse than a sprain. Uh, yeah. But spraining your ankles, I've sprained them both like 96 times and uh, it doesn't get any better. It actually kind of gets worse. Uh, so I bet you strained it with a T, but that is not to minimize your injury. I might like, I have had siblings go to the hospital for stomach pain and I'm sitting there giggling because I'm not used to be, not being the patient. So I'm right. like, I'm the only, I'm the best person to have with you at a hospital. Cause I'm the only person that, you know, that's going to be comfortable at a hospital where I'm like, Oh man, they got a nice TV in here. I've never got a TV <laughs> like this. Uh, do they well, still I, feed you the garbage? And then I'm sitting there going, Hey, by the way, what you have right now. And you're going to be really mad at me for telling you this. Do not get mad at me. This is gas and it's okay. Because gas can hurt really bad sometimes. Yeah. It can hurt like you feel like you, so you're going to die. But what you're describing to me is gas. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, it's I, not. <laughs> I, well, the thing is, you. I think as a society, we most of us feel like we have to justify oh, yeah. the trip. So it, like, it can't just be <laughs> my wrist hurts. Yeah. Like... I need it to be bro like I need it to be broken because if it's not broken, then I feel like I wasted the afternoon because they again, if I strained my wrist or sprained it or whatever, if all the bones are intact, they're not going to do shit for me. They're going to give me an ace bandage that I could buy myself. Yeah. And send me home and be Which like, put put frozen peas on it and try not to twist things with it. You know, yeah. like, try not to do the twist. Come on, baby. Yeah, <laughs> let's do the twist. I do a really good. Uh, was that Chubby Checker? Is that who that is? Yeah, that was a, yeah. That was a nice Chubby. It sounded Thank like you. you were coming through an old style phonograph. I, I work on it a lot. Um, yeah, I, uh, that's, that's almost six it, hours of your work day. That's funny, yeah, <laughs> come on, baby. I feel like I've got a little bit too much treble. Let's try this a little yeah. bit. <laughs> so that was that's. But this week, have not fallen. Knock on wood. 
uh, no faults for the old dust man this week. I'm bad. I'm bad in a thousand on staying on my own two feet. We got to have. Okay. So we, we have to, cause you're a little off to the side right now, which isn't a problem in your, in your camera. It's a, mm-hmm. I actually kind of like it because we need to put days since last fall <laughs> on a whiteboard right. behind you. Like, uh, I, like I work in a mechanic shop yeah. days since last incident. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we got to get that on there. And yeah, that's the thing. We, we all like, we all want to feel like we're tough, but we have to realize that like pain tolerances are pain tolerances. And sometimes things that aren't real injuries hurt like shit. Like yeah. I, I, I cracked my fucking head on that, on that uh, <laughs> freezer handle yeah. and my whole forehead was swollen. Like it hit me here. Everybody who who's this is an audio podcast, but it's like, like right where my balding looking spot is, I'm not balding for the record. You know, I'm, I'm the youngest sure. man alive, but well, uh, right next to my temple basically is where it hit. And I have a dot. You can you can barely see it under my under my hair, but my whole forehead was swollen. So yeah. I was like, did I crack my skull? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. Um, and and uh, but no, it was just it, it was a, it was a it was an owie. I just had an owie. Uh, but sometimes owies hurt. Yeah. Well, whenever she was like putting my arm in the positions for the x-ray, there were points where I was like, well, hold my arm this way. Does not feel good. It hurts. <laughs> and I'd rather not hold it this way. Remember woman, I have a good arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you might get that upside your head. Yeah. I might be coming at you with it. If, uh, <laughs> you don't slip, you don't knock it off. So, so, uh, I, all in all, I did not ace bandage my wrist because I feel ridiculous if I wear. You feel stupid um, doing that? Yeah, I just because like th- th- it's only going to invite inquiry where I have to further explain that uh, it is neither broken nor nor uh, have I been diagnosed with a sprain. It just yeah. hurts. And then I feel like it would hurt more when I'm trying to type because it's more constricted. So they just you know? x-rayed it, right? They didn't MRI it. No, they didn't in MRI. Okay, yeah, that's where they would. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all right, man. I, I, I understand how this could be an embarrassing moment for you. I appreciate you sharing it with us. (laughs) Yeah, well, and I get white coat syndrome. Like, I, I don't like going to the doctor. Like, I, I get nervous and my blood pressure goes up and I like (laughs) freak out a little bit because I just don't like going to the doctor because I'm always worried that they're going to tell me nothing's wrong with me. <laughs> and then they're going to shame me when I leave, you know, that's uh, why you're worried. That's mostly why I'm worried. Yeah. You're I, not like, worried that like, you're, you're going to find out you have some weird form of cancer. No, I figure, you know, I roll the dice on that. Okay. That, <laughs> whatever because happens, happens. It most, just, go ahead. You're good. No. Yeah. Most of my uh, concern is embarrassment. Really. That's so funny. That's so because most people are afraid of the results. And I always tell them, because I am like a professional hospital goer, you want the results. You want to know what's bad, what's wrong with you. Uh, The the thing existed before you found out about it. You can just do something about it now. And unless you can't do something about it, in which case, you know, rest in peace. Probably better to know about it. My condolences. But uh, you want to know what's wrong with my dad would go and get blood work. And then not go get his results. He still has to pay for the blood work, but he's like, right. he doesn't want to go and and find out. And then he'd be like, oh, I figure if there's anything really bad, they tell me, they call me and like make me come in. And I'm like, hey, dude, yeah. like, but yeah, but they might be, hey, you have elevated cholesterol, 
you're gonna your kids only have one parent you should probably right. stick around for a this, while this might be a there might be preventative measures that one could take but then uh, then the fucking guy collapses out of nowhere i'm at he's, he's at, I'm, I'm at the house he falls on his face completely dead cold and and i'm like oh wow just watched my dad die and then he flips over he's got this like look on his face and and then he comes back and i'm like hey you're going to the hospital and he's like no i'm not and i'm like no no you're <laughs> you're going to the hospital and he's like no i'm not and he's he's bigger than me i can't carry him and right. uh it that's what it would have taken so i sit there by his bed for like three hours telling him hey let me take you to the hospital and he's like just let me go to sleep shut up and then uh <laughs> and i said i will let you go to sleep now if you promise to go to the hospital in the morning go to the hospital in the morning i say he, he says he's he passed out they won't let me in the hospital so i call them and say hey my dad doesn't understand medical things he needs somebody in there with him because you're going to tell him what to do. And he's, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. Right. And they let me in and I, I sit down and he goes, he goes, uh, how'd they let you in? I said, I told him you're stupid. <laughs> so then, so he passes out. Right. And it's, this yeah. is probably ultimately what happened was probably a long COVID situation. He, 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 for those of you out there unvaccinated. So put down your fucking, your hats, you know what I mean? But, he, it's probably a long COVID thing. He had COVID, kicked his butt. A few months later, falls on his face. Yeah. He's the healthiest guy in the hospital. They took all of his vitals and everything. <laughs> he, nothing was elevated. Like, it pissed me off because I was like, yeah. maybe this can be a wake-up call. Maybe my dad will stop eating only chili beans all the time. <laughs> and uh, and all it did was solidify, was justify all the yeah. bullshit that he does to himself. And he's like, no, I don't know. I'm the healthiest guy in the world. They're like, there's nothing wrong with you. They, they literally... <laughs> We wish there we wish there was. We wish we could con- find anything. They were convinced he fell because he was hammered. They were like <laughs> they were like because he had like a beer that night yeah. or something like that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He listen, I'm concerned about his drinking too. But right. he wasn't drunk <laughs> that night. <laughs> like he was fine that night. And uh and uh, they wouldn't they 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 just sent him home. <laughs> well, there's the story of the lady who I I think she was like 105. She won some award for being like the oldest woman, you know? And she was like, I drink three Dr. Peppers a day. Um, and uh, doctors have always told me not to drink Dr. Pepper every day, but all of them died and I'm still alive. So yeah. it's, that lady's not right. You shouldn't drink that much Dr. Pepper in, in full honesty, yeah. uh, shaming myself. Should, you shouldn't drink any Dr. Pepper. However, whatever's going on with that lady... <laughs> I mean, she still lived to 105. There, that's not a stamp of guarantee. They're still wild anomalies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like your dad's like 50s tough. You know, like that's great. That's a World War Two, the Boomer generation. Uh, that dude, yeah, from, he's 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 poor tough. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, and I'm <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself because as a younger Dusty, I'll tell you. Kathy's not taking me to the doctor for a wrist string. That's that is purely. Oh, no, Ricky is not taking me to the doctor for a wrist string. <laughs> yeah, I damn near broke my ankle and didn't go to. I had a bowel obstruction. My stomach flipped upside down, and I didn't go to the doctor <laughs> yeah. for hours because uh, uh, we were com- they were convinced it was. Well, my dad was convinced it was just a normal stomach ache. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that was a Tammy call to get you to the doctor. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah. I was, we, we were uh, laying in, on the couch because when I had stomach aches like that, I would take a bath 
And then my parents would sleep with me like in the living room because yeah. I, I, I fidgeted too much to sleep in the same bed because I was in so much pain. And I think we watched some stupid bullshit like Lonesome Dove. Uh-huh. I think, and obviously, like we what we started with rookie of the year or something, but they wanted me to go to sleep, so we watched Lonesome Dove, right? And uh, and uh, then it was like, no, no, this kid is not shutting up. This is a pretty tough kid when it comes to tummy aches, and uh, so they took me in, and they're like, we can't find his assault. I mean, his uh, appendix. Like it's it. We know he has an appendix, not where it's <laughs> it supposed should, to be. It should be in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It, it did a did a grenade go off. In this kid's intestines, why didn't you bring him in sooner? And then my dad passed out uh, at the hospital and ended up in the gurney next to me while they were putting tubes in my body. Uh-huh. Was, he wanted was, to make sure they weren't doing superfluous testing on you. You had to get on the inside. He just wanted the attention is what it was. Yeah, it's... <laughs> my mom said that this is how exhausting I've always been. Okay. Uh-huh. My mom said that when they were putting a tube down my nose, uh, to to pump out my stomach, I was giving them instructions. I was seven <laughs> years old. Yeah, I was telling yeah. them things that I had just heard before. Like uh, you can't put it in this way because it'll get in the way. And they're like, "We've got it, you little fucking asshole." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I used to drive my dentist crazy because I would ask the dentist at every step along the way, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> and I would need very clear. Uh, like I wanted to know, like, so the, they'd be like, okay, whenever you feel this, that means we're doing this. Cause any weird feeling I'd be like, yo, 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 what's going on in there? <laughs> what are y'all hey, up to? They're like, Hey, stupid. We're fiddling around in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause I was like, I was, I would freak out, but I had a mean dentist when I was a kid, <laughs> Dr. Molly was my dentist. And she was like, she was a mean she was a mean lady for being a pediatric. She dentist. was one tough bitch. Yeah. Well, the first the first time I went, she's smoking like, cigarettes and putting them out in your mouth. Yeah, I'm like Just gripping the sides. it in your in your in your open mouth. I'm gripping the sides of the chair because they're doing like extensive dental work on me. It's like yeah. the first time I've been to the dentist, and I'm a little shithead, uh, like poor uh, country child. So of course my teeth are in terrible shape. Yeah, you know. Uh, I have bubble gum and soda for breakfast, you know, and uh, she's yelling at my mom about my diet of bubble gum and soda while she's telling me, don't grip the chair so hard. If you break it, you cannot afford to buy me a new chair. <laughs> it's like this lady's the pediatric dentist. Kathy. Hey, Kathy, I'm going to beat this kid's ass. <laughs> yeah. He's going to need all uh, new teeth. If you don't stop fucking crossing me, Dr. Uh, Molly. She was, she was crazy, dude. And then she told me they were doing something and she's like, we're putting something in your throat, right? Or we're putting something in your mouth right now. Don't swallow it. If you swallow it, we'll have to take you to the hospital and they'll have to pump your stomach. And I was like, why the fuck are you putting it in my mouth? Then you know that that's connected directly to the next part. Just don't Uh, swallow stupid. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's yeah. So, uh, for like 10 or two for seven or eight years, Dr. Molly was my uh, was my doctor, and then her husband was the adult dentist person, and he was even meaner than she was. And so I had one appointment with him, and I asked him to go back to Dr. Molly. <laughs> so fuck that guy. That guy sucks. Uh, Dr. Molly was my rave name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's or Dr. X. Dr. X, bro. Dr. Theus. <laughs> yeah. 
So I heard a thing the other day that um, Emily Dickinson wrote all of her poems in common time so you could sing them to the melody of popular songs. Um, so really? somebody on yeah, so somebody on TikTok used the Pokemon song, the theme, and replaced the words with an Emily Dickinson poem, and it worked perfectly. Um, but then I was talking to Sarah about it, and she was like, well, you could do that with any common time song, as long as the like the syllables and stuff match up. Yeah. If they're if the time signatures are the same. So a common time is four four time for for music, right? Yeah. So I realized that you could sing the Pokemon thing. I think the best version of this that I have found so far is you could sing the words to the Pokemon theme to the melody of Blister in the Sun by the Violet Femmes, and it works perfectly. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sarah has unlocked a new portion of your brain. Yeah, it's it's a big problem because like she shouldn't you, have told you that. Yeah, uh, it's pretty simple though. It's like like uh, that'll that'll fit for so many different things, you know. Like because because poetry generally has a beat, you know. Right. Like, but I don't know if it's common time all the time. I know Shakespeare used iambic pentameter, right? But that, I don't know that that's that has like a rhythm to it. Yeah, iambic pentameter is weird. I still don't really understand it. Uh, I got, I got, I got to look that up because um, one of my favorite rap songs, actually the one that I have on my bicep, is uh, in iambic pentameter, but I don't understand it. <laughs> right. That's uh, so. I'm gonna give you a little taste, Andrew. Are you gonna give me a taste? Yeah, yeah. Ready? Yeah. I'm gonna need you for the for the claps. I don't know this song. You know, you know Blister in the Sun for sure by the Violent Femmes. Uh, blister in the sun <laughs> and it but, makes me feel so fine. Is that it? Uh, you know what? You could probably sing it to that sake because they're in, they're both in common time. Hold on. We'll, t- uh, we'll, we'll play Blister in the Sun real quick. Just a little bit of it. Yeah. People, people oh. are screaming. Is that, is, that, is that my job? That is your job, yeah. <laughs> how, how do you think this is going to go, Dusty? I've been practicing. It's going to be good. <laughs> it's, and, it, and it works. So <laughs> I practiced all day. I just really <laughs> want to get to the chorus because the chorus makes me laugh quite a bit. Okay. So uh, <laughs> it's, I want to be the very best like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. I will travel across the land, searching far and wide. Teach Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Pokemon, (laughs) gotta catch them all. It's you and me. You know it's my destiny. Pokemon, (laughs) come on. It's the best. You practiced, you practiced that all day. I did. <laughs> because singing singing the Pokemon, like Pokemon. singing that. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes it, it's an instant uh, thing that brings me joy. So, um, 
And I figured out how to do Inner Sandman to it too, but that's a that's a little bit harder. So I won't uh Exit Line. <laughs> yeah. Enter night. Exit line. So basically uh, I've just unlocked uh for anybody that wants to waste some time, anything. <laughs> it's pretty much up for grabs if you want to switch them. Dusty uh, Godwin, the mashup king. Yeah. That's what they've that's, always called it. That's that's who I want to be. Uh, I thoroughly annoyed my cat clapping. Yeah, um, he's sitting here next to me, just chilling. No, I like the uh, middle distance. Pokemon, <laughs> gotta carry. Oh, that's the, that's the direction. Okay, <laughs> it's you and me. You know it is my destiny. That's and guys, if you know, if you want Dusty to do a whole album of these, send us Look, a donation. Just send it. Just send it on over. When you ready. get a PO box. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. Like that's pretty much the like any work I didn't get done today was because I had the, the violent fems via Pokemon stuck in my head all day. Just me walking around Pokemon. Gotta, gotta catch them all. <laughs> Dusty's winning his Employee of the Month award. Uh, and hey. they don't know that half the day he was like, just Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Look, is the work getting done? Work's getting done. The work right? is getting done. The work yeah. is getting done. They got to give you an award at some point. But you really are in that place. The guy with the stapler in office space. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised I'm, you're not in the basement. But I'm, but I'm fine. If leave me alone me the, yeah in the basement i'd be even happy <laughs> so uh meanwhile your uh i was thinking of you today have you watched the johnny manzel uh documentary Dead. that's on netflix your johnny manzel <laughs> at least <laughs> via the place we used to work uh just getting just getting by on pure charisma and talent baby uh-huh. that's all never was, studied man. the playbook <laughs> That's all it was. Tattoos always a showing, never yeah. showing up on time, not a once. <laughs> and I know we've we've covered it on the the podcast before, but utterly, uh, well, not un, I don't know what the, not unrepentant, but like <laughs> not willing to change the behavior, fully acknowledge the behavior, but do but do nothing <laughs> to quail it. Listen, that that uh, to quell by the way, just, uh, to, to quail is a fucking yeah. it's a bird. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon. <laughs> that's our guy. Um, I shouldn't have even co- 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 corrected you there, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I, I listen. It's a good strategy at work. You know how, and I'm giving away my secrets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know how disarming it is to be like, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> right, my bad. They uh they can't keep they can't keep yelling at you at that point because then they're an yeah. asshole. You're I I remember you told me once I was like you're you know like uh, we talked about the sandlot last week you're in the biggest pickle I've ever seen yeah and uh, and I was like how'd you get out of that and you were just like I just went in there and I said look you're right yeah you're right <laughs> I'm not that. doing this job well I a hundred percent wow you just you if you take all their bullets away. The gun is useless, you know. What are they gonna do? Throw the gun at you? Then they don't have yeah. a gun. <laughs> and you've got all the bullets. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, it's 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 the perfect crime, Dusty. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, 
<laughs> them being like, Andrew, you're like an hour and a half late every day. I did my my supervisor, like my head boss, wasn't looking at my time cards for a long time. No. And I was like, yeah, but I just I, I mornings are real tough for me. <laughs> Not and, a morning guy. Yeah. And she'd yeah. be like, uh, she'd be like, well, I, you know, like you have to get here on time. And I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. I agree with you. I should get here on time. <laughs> you're, you're being kind enough to pay me. <laughs> and yet here I am just throwing it back in your face. Yeah. Every day. For the record, I, just so you guys know, I do come in here sick a lot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So uh, uh, you're welcome anyway, but I, I humbly do that out of the goodness of my heart. The least you guys could do is let me come in a little bit later once in a while. Yeah. It's funny. I was working. I was literally working like six out, six and a half hours a day. And like, right. and of those six and a half hours, not even really a hundred percent. Oh man. <laughs> come on, man. I was on Reddit. Yeah. You show up, go on break with me. <laughs> Yep. Then, that uh, happened a few times. Yeah. Straight yeah, to break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, my favorite is the time that you woke up late, but you could have still made it to work, but you decided that your, your routine, you had to do your routine. No. Oh sense yeah. Of urgency. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't like just get up and throw all my, sh- I'm so, I'm already late. So Yeah. That's... Took a shower. I, <laughs> I I made sure everything was taken care of. I probably probably filled around on my phone for a few minutes. You know, right? The, like I was having a hard time. I think uh, I probably went to Starbucks on the way to work. <laughs> well, if you're late, you know, like there have been times where I've been running late because of traffic or whatever, and I wanted to go to McDonald's or something and get breakfast, and like I'm gonna be late anyway, so I might as well just go do the thing I want to do. <laughs> Listen, man, and, you know, but I'm okay. talking 10, 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm 10 minutes late. Yeah. There was genuinely some where's Andrew situations. When, yeah. when I was, when I was working from home, I would wake up clock in at the appropriate time. It was the only time I ever got on, t- got to work on time. Right. I would, because my laptop would be right next to my bed. I would set an alarm for the time that I was supposed to clock in. I would wake up, I would clock in, I would uh, check my email. If I didn't have any emails, go back to sleep for about an hour and a half <laughs> and, then t- and then take it outside and uh yeah, and hit, hit golf, golf balls, balls in my net yeah <laughs> um just beautiful just a beautiful way to live you know uh but i was i was watching that documentary having a real hard time empathizing with johnny menzel at a certain point where he's like look man it was just a whirlwind i i came in as a freshman i won the heisman people are trying to give me all this money all the time i was I'm just slaying trim left and right <laughs> yeah i'm the king of of texas a&m i'm hanging out with drake then i come then i come back to uh, texas a&m then i'm getting investigated by the ncaa uh deservedly so by the way Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got picked for the NFL by a team I didn't like. They paid me a boat ton, a ton of money, but they wanted me to work hard at football. A, a boat, a boat tone would have been really funny, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's it's just there are there are a couple times in that because I loved watching Johnny Manziel play football when he was in college. Uh, I don't watch a lot of college football, but anytime A and M was on TV, uh, I would. Then it just shows you how big of a star he was and how amazing yeah. he was to watch. But when he said that, uh, first of all, 
he because he was such a shithead, he like they they he was he he wasn't going to go in the first round with the talent that he had. Uh spoiler alert, that probably would have been a good call. But um his he gets this new manager and the manager's like, "Hey fucker, like you're going to get clean, you're going to work your ass off this entire time and you're going to get ready for the draft." And he's like, "Yeah, I got clean. I worked like 10 hours a day trying to get better at football and I was in the best shape of my life. I was working my ass off and then Five days before the combine, he goes out in Beverly Hills and gets tanked and uh, and uh, does cocaine. Or he didn't know what drugs he had done, really. Yeah. But I'm guessing he did cocaine because he got it out of his system in like like five days. Because he he called his he called his agent. And he's like, I fucked up, man. And he's like, How bad you fuck up? And he and so they 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 were gonna. Stage have his dad stage a heart attack, dude. That's wild. That's wrestling. That's a wrestling storyline. <laughs> it's insane, and it was just so he could leave the com. He could get to the combine, do some stuff, but then leave the combine before the drug test. And then he told his agent, "Don't worry about it. I've been crushing these drug tests <laughs> the entire time I was at A and M, and I was up to wild shit the whole time." that i was there you know yeah and he told his agent that but it still it turned out that it was like the fourth string quarterback that was taking all the drug tests for johnny menzel anyway he wasn't even taking the test i will say for the record that spiritually i agree with menzel the ncaa is fucked up they made up they made a an am and a and m and all those dudes that made a gabillion dollars off of his jersey sales and all of that shit and didn't give him any of that money. That's fucked up. That's they literally right. built it. They built a stadium off of that guy. Right. And, and now the, they've corrected that where they pay the players to some degree, but it is, uh, it, it is inequitable. Like he's not wrong, but <laughs> he's also, it does not excuse any of his other things that he did. They made uh, up a story about his, his family being from oil money to, to like, uh, to uh, explain all the money Justify, that he had yeah. rolling through, well, and then, it wasn't uh, true at all. His that that dude that was his homeboy uh, the whole time and set up his grift, and then they're like, "Hey, man, he's going to the pros. He needs like actual guys to set his grift up," and they just threw him to the side. Like, he, that he literally never talked to him again. Yeah, like so, Johnny Menzel's manager through college when he was making all that money and he's the most, one of the most famous athletes in the world and he's taking the world by storm and like all this stuff, his manager is literally just his best friend with no experience in the field. Yeah. And, uh, apparently the guy made him some money. He probably, you know what I mean? Whatever. But as soon as he was going to go pro ditches, his best friend manager to go to a real manager, which is a good move, but never talks to the guy <laughs> ever again right They're, they deem that uncle nate is too big a liability because he knows where the bodies are buried and so they're just like all right see you later <laughs> that's it uh just a what just a wild story uh and and funny and fun from like ten thousand feet you know like i'm nothing johnny manzel does affects me as a person so it's a wild that's the kind of crazy ass story that i love to see on a documentary you know like, oh, it, was a, it was a captivating documentary it wasn't too long which is great yeah 
about um, 50. It's about as long as his career. It's about an hour. You yeah, know? it's about an hour. Um, he was incredible. He was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I loved how cocky he was, but it was kind of his downfall. You know, he's, yeah. a, he's a, a, an absolutely frustrating guy because he was a little too small for for conventionally in the NFL. But I st- I think he could have been a good NFL player if he wasn't such a sh- such a shithead. Then he ended up like playing in the XFL and like he got kicked off of the he kick- got kicked out of like Canadian Football League and shit. Yeah, I he was just like, <laughs> uh, uh, but he did give you for many years quite a good fantasy football name. So got to thank him for that. Uh, yeah, scrawny football. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a perfect name. It's a perfect name. Uh, speaking of scrawny, real quick, this isn't going to be funny, so you can fast forward if you want. Real quick, I, I'm starting a podcast with my uh, my uh, radio station called The Skinny because I'm giving you the information on things, and I'm also a skinny little boy. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm going to be interviewing a lot of cool people about what they do for society and uh, good deeds. And yeah. uh, I uh, first can't wait people- to be on it. You know? First, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll 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 have you do the fucking Pokemon song. Um, <laughs> that, that's your contribution. Uh, well, hey, look. Whenever there's world peace achieved because of the Pokemon song, yeah, then then uh, then you'll have to then you'll be my uncle Nate. I'll when the when the aside. aliens show up, we're sending you, yeah, to just sing the Pokemon song to them. Check, check it out. You know this Violent Femme song. You know the Pokemon song. Pokemon. <laughs> Get it. Um. So yeah, the first first guest was uh, these these people for the Bakersfield Black Dollar Initiative. They are promoting black owned small business in Bakersfield. Um, second one was a guy named Doc, um, Paul, Doc Nye. He owns a, uh, replica DeLorean that is like exact. And he goes to like conventions and get paid crazy money to, to show up with his DeLorean. He's on a TV show called Fireball Run. That was cool. And the third one I just booked is a, a pretty famous pro skateboarder from Bakersfield. His name is Mowgli Herrera. If any of you are skateboarding fans, he was on the Braille youtube channel i think maybe the biggest youtube channel in skateboarding but he's from bakersfield so um i i cold dm'd him on instagram the other day and he's gonna come on so uh, it's gonna be fun but that's my that's my plug um check it out it's probably once this is released we probably do have a podcast feed it'll be on your favorite podcast apps and uh yeah anyway go 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 um andrew still doing this podcast by the way yeah, not 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 getting in the way. Nothing it can't <laughs> nothing get in between me and my dust yeah. boy. You know what I mean? Uh, doing this podcast, still doing this podcast, and we're still doing this particular podcast. Yeah, this particular current podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, I would like to present another round of Andrew Ranksom. Oh shit! I got in some trouble for the Sandlot <laughs> take. Well, yeah, because it's wrong, totally wrong. <laughs> What did I give? Uh, the Sandlot was like D, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you wanted to you wanted to give it an F, but you knew <laughs> that you couldn't. I knew. Yeah, we were yeah. no, we would lose all of our listenership if I gave that movie an F. It doesn't. It, and that's the problem. It's not an F. White album isn't an F. You know. Right, but that is why it's fun because no one yells at me. I'm just the one presenting the options. I'm putting Listen, you on the hot seat. I'm. I'm. You know, I I default to heel, so I'm cool with yeah. that. <laughs> all right this week we continue movies from our youth andrew i need you to assign letter grades to the following five films let me pull out my word pad 
I don't have Microsoft Word on this PC because I'm cheap. Right. <laughs> WordPad WordPad sucks ass though. Just so anybody here who uses Microsoft, they know WordPad sucks. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh Mighty Ducks 2. Hmm. I don't know where that's going. <laughs> Do you? Because up next, it's the you know some people. You know them. Oh god <laughs> damn. Okay. That's cool runnings. Little, just so you guys little know. Little big league. Okay. Which I know is a personal favorite of yours. Ah, uh, dude, there's uh, some fucking great jokes in Little Big League. Cop and a half. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Three Ninjas, oh. the original, the OG Three Ninjas. Fuck. Um, <laughs> cop and a half's in the F. Yeah, yeah. That's um, a that, that might be an easy out. Because, well, I, and I haven't seen it in a long time. I loved the shit out of that movie as a kid. Um, but I mean, it's going out, it's going against banger, 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 you know? Um, yeah. hmm. I'm going to be mad at myself, I think. But Three Ninjas is the D. <laughs> no, little dude. <laughs> Not in the stomach. <laughs> Man, that fucking guy. I, oh! Do you think I can't be the only kid that hoped like shithead uh, kidnappers would try to come into my house and I could use various uh, pulleys and then uh, karate moves to defeat them like the three ninja. It looks so fun. Not It would never happen. They would immediately kidnap those kids. But... Uh, in uh, as a kid, I was like, "Oh man, what if I could pull a three ninjas?" That was the joke that we when we we watched it for um, Refund Theater, our my previous podcast. And yeah. every time, every time, the situation would have been easily resolved by the kids getting shot by somebody <laughs> in the room having a gun. Yeah. My brother and I would just start going bang, 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 bang. <laughs> oh man, we put x lax in his diet coke bang, 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 bang. yeah because those then guys he, just had guns <laughs> like yeah then he just shits in a house that's empty yeah there's a bunch of dead kids in it uh yeah so yeah three ninjas is awesome um it, it's still a fun watch it's there are still some pretty good jokes in it the cheese is really bad but uh that's why you watch it so uh little big league is the c yeah. yeah um, I mean there's two heavy hitters at the, two at heavy the top hitters. of the line at the top um, of the line up here. The um the uh they're 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 dropping they're dropping water balloons from the top and, and hitting their hitting their pitcher on the head, the up the up his own ass pitcher, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh but you do have Ken Griffey Jr. in that movie. I believe you have Randy Johnson in that movie. Um, big unit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's and uh, it's it's a good movie. I I, I like Little Big League. Uh, obviously, probably doesn't hold hold up, but um, I'm trying to remember what the fucking. There's a joke in that movie that I always think of as like a banger joke, but I can't remember. Um, yeah, it's the first song that I first time. I'll uh, one thing I'll give Little Big League is it's the first place I heard Run Around Sue. Oh, okay. It's in the uh stereotypical our team's getting kind of good montage. Oh yeah. 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 They're flipping, double, they're flipping double plays. They're hitting yeah. balls in the gap. They're making diving catches, like all that stuff. So that leaves us with a decision, dusty. 
Yeah, you've got a real Sophie's Choice here, my friend. We've got Cool Runnings, and we've got Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks 2. Um, why don't I draw a line down your head so it looks like a butt? <laughs> yeah. Versus when the roosters are crowing and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture. Ducks, ducks fly, fly together. together. <laughs> and when yeah. everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly together. Um, I see pride. I see power. I see, power. <laughs> I see a badass mother who don't take no crap. Off of nobody. <laughs> you will, Brenna. Um, <laughs> Greeting, sled god. <laughs> cool runnings is B. Ooh, I, you know what? I don't know that there's a wrong way to go. I might have flipped it. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I'm, that's not, I'm not going to fight that one. You know what I mean? But, yeah. um, just, Emilio, man. Yeah. <laughs> Emilio's so good. Did I give Mighty Ducks the A on the last one? Yeah. Man, I'm just a big That's, Mighty Ducks guy. Uh, it's so good. That's the first time I ever heard We Are the Champions mm-hmm. uh, at the end of Mighty Ducks 2. This is the one also with Keenan, with yeah, the, the, the knuckle puck. And the Bash Brothers, where they have the other uh, yeah. shitty kid, uh, not just Fulton Reed, the other guy, tall guy. That's what it says, man. I can read a sign. It says Rodeo Drive. <laughs> uh, um, Julie the Cat is, uh, yeah. is in this one. They lose twelve. I, they they lose twelve to one, and they they get they get the shit fucking reamed out of them. And yep. there's Iceland and Gunner Gunner Stall, the bad guy, and he's yep. like <laughs> he's like Gunner, you lost it for me. And Gunner's like, you lost it for yourself. <laughs> yep. And They're playing the Trinidad and Tobago team, and they've got steel drums in the crowd. <laughs> the Junior Olympics was a great idea for a second Mighty Ducks movie. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah, and it's because uh, Russia can't be the bad guy in the 90s because we're not we're not mad at Russia anymore. So, like, Iceland is a good stand-in. Because they're like, we don't know enough about Iceland. So they're like, you know, they can be stoic and cold. And you're like, yeah, I guess I get that. Well, plus I learned uh, something I'll never forget in in this movie. Greenland is covered with ice. Iceland is very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then you've got Coach Bombay up his own ass getting getting a shoe deal. Even though he's a coach, it's just a loafer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and he was isn't this the one where he tries to make a comeback and he gets his knee all bashed in at the beginning and he's not making a comeback they're doing like a scrimmage like a scrim image and maybe uh, it's the third oh that's right maybe it's the third one where he's trying to like he's on he's in like a double a hockey league and he's trying oh, to make like, a, he's trying to come back it could be i just know in this one it's like no it's not a scrimmage it's the Iceland coach versus Gordon Bombay because the Iceland coach, I think, was was that on was he on the team when Gordon missed that shot when he was a kid or something like that? They were like rivals from back in the day, so they had a one on one, and uh, Gordon goes for gets past him with a deke, and then the he hacks his knee. He sm- the, smokes him in the knee. Yeah, I but I think the beginning. It is uh, Bombay trying to make a comeback because okay. there's like because remember there's some tension they're like oh you don't want to coach us because blah 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 you know um, it's great yeah. it's great you, yeah, got man, Benny, I, you got Benny the Jet Rodriguez in that one he can't stop 
and I love all of those things. Like though that's the stuff that I was a sucker for when I was a kid, like the montage that you're talking about, but then also each kid has like a personality defect or yeah. some sort of thing. And then they do the, they do the montage where they're all on the ice and they're helping each other learn to get better. You know? Yeah. I remember they tie them all together, uh, and make a move. rope and they often, they all have to move as one. And, uh, yeah. I think they play uh, when they start to come together. It's get together. Come on, come on. Let's work <laughs> together. You know? Yeah. And then, uh, and of course, in Cool Runnings, it's the Rise Above It montage. Yes. Where they're all running, you know? Oh, rise yeah. Rise Above It. Yeah. That's a good, uh, that's a good, that's a good montage in Cool Runnings. Yeah. Um, yes. Former Pee Wee hockey coach Gordon Bombay is a star in the minor leagues, expected to reach the National Hockey League. However, a career ending knee injury. Brings him back to Blukeville District of Minneapolis. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's in like a montage at the beginning, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and then and then Char- Charlie has to go on with. He's got like a. He's, he keeps doing like a duck call because he's got to yeah, call yeah, the yeah. ducks. And the, yeah, and then <laughs> don't they quit? Don't him and Fulton, or is that in the first one? I don't know. Anyway, it's good. Yeah, a couple of them quit because it's getting yeah. too corporate. Yeah, that might be the third one because they're in the private school. Remember? No, but I think I think I think we have some quitters in the uh, in the second one. I think the bash one of the bash brothers quits in the second one. But anyway, yeah. uh, so um, we're going. We'll we'll recap. Cop and a half. Give me give me a glass of milk in a dirty glass. Uh, <laughs> three ninjas. Hi ya. You know what I mean? Yeah. Little big league bowers. Uh, cool runnings. Senka, you dead. And then Mighty Ducks too. When everyone yeah. says it can't be done. Looks like. I- like there's none of the there. I mean, there are guests, I guess there are kids movies in the eighties, obviously, but like the nineties, they don't make these movies anymore. Like the nineties was the prime time for kid somehow ends up in some sort of situation. Like how does that kid become a cop and cop and a half? <laughs> uh, kids are too jaded nowadays. I can't remember how he becomes a cop and cop and a half. He's not like a cop, but it's like a ride along situation, but like, right. Um, kids are too, like even seven year olds are like, I'm, I can never fucking coach in the major leagues. But as a kid, I was like, I think I could do that. What Billy yeah. Haywood's doing. If I fall on my shoulder, just right. I could throw a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. I um, wonder if there was a stupid fucking kid out there who like tried to break his arm to Henry, Henry Rowan Gardner himself. That's, you know, that guy's a musician it. now. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's not very good. Um, okay. and, and he sings a song about, Oh no, it's about American pie. He he has taken Don McLean's American Pie, and it's all about because he's in American Pie. Oh, okay. Guy, I bet my Pokemon mashup's better than that. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Just, well, it's not the same thing because this is actually sometimes kind of good. It's um, uh, have you seen Tom Wilson sing his song because he plays Biff in Back to the Future? Right, yeah, or he has that card that has the most the frequently asked questions about. Yeah, and he has a future, song yeah. about it too, where he's like, "What's Michael J. Fox night like? He's nice," and then he's like, "All that like, <laughs> yeah, it's fine." I, I'm I'm okay with people living in the coolest thing that they ever did because it's like, what? Well, I I wish I had a coolest thing to live in, you know? Yeah, just if you could keep doing it and you're not being a weirdo or hurting anybody, Corey Feldman, then <laughs> you know, do your thing. Hey, we don't know uh, if Feld Dog is hurting anybody, but he is a weirdo. Uh, all right, so I have a music pick them, and I have another movie pick them. Which one oh. do, you, do you want? Um, let's do the music one. All right. These are albums that I've heard from your own lips. You oh, have certified no. 
as bangers. Okay. This one's going to hurt, I think. They have the snark mark banger seal of approval. Yes. Lifetime pass. We look in the rafters. Their jerseys are hung. Mm-hmm. I need you to rank. Letter grades. Four. System of a down. Toxicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Green banger. Day. Dookie. Oh, okay. <laughs> My Chemical Romance. Welcome to the Black Parade. <laughs> this is hard. The Weezer Blue Album. Okay. And last but not least, your boys. They're up in the rafters with you. Tom, Mark, Travis, take off your pants and jacket. Okay, I was I know, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of enema of the state guys. I know for in, for a fact you hold take off your pants and jacket. Yeah, <laughs> if you were gonna say enema of the state, I was gonna make you switch it to take off your pants and jacket. Um, and this is this is for the record. This particular one is not. That's not a hipster thing. That is just the first Blink One Eighty Two album I owned, and I wore that shit out. And those songs are ingrained into my brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, toxicity is the F. Wow. Yeah, and the only reason that it is is because I that's the one out of all these that I've listened to the least. It doesn't okay. mean as much to me as the other ones do. Yeah. Even though Toxicity is a fucking incredible banger ass album. Uh um, banger, banger, banger. If banger, it were banger, banger. if it were mesmerized. Wall to wall bangers. Uh fuck. Um cuz cuz they were on a streak. I would I would classify both uh, toxicity and mesmerize as certified full full album bangers. I think yeah. I think personally, mesmerize means more to me than toxicity. Uh, because uh, my brother was living with me when mesmerize came out, and we wore that album out. Um, yeah. that's actually around Black Parade time too. Uh, but I would still probably put mesmerize as the F in this one. Okay. Um, but uh, we'll still love them. Uh. So we've got Dookie, Black Parade, Blue Album, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. This is fucking impossible. Um, I know Blue Album is not going to be the D. There are no easy takes on Andrew Pixum. No, this is really hard. Um, My cat is... (laughs) I'm just getting a straight up look at Andrew's cat. He put his tail right in the in the thing. Um, I think I just gave him a colonoscopy. Yeah, he's got yeah. hemorrhoids. Uh, <laughs> he's also got worms. Oh yeah, I got worms, and he still won't take the meds, so I'm just letting him have worms. You know well, what I mean? It'll work itself out, you know. Yeah. Um. So, I gotta go. Man. This really sucks, but I'm take off your pants and jacket is the D. You are. I, I appreciate your your attempt to be objective because I know that that would hurt. That would hurt you. It does hurt because that album's really good. Um, but those other three albums are like very, very like important albums to me. Uh, I think I'm going. See, welcome to the back Black Parade. Okay. Which is a surprise for me because that's uh, once again, there's not a bad song on any of these albums. Uh, right. Dookie or the Blue Album? Both fucking tens. Yeah. Both 
like Dookie is probably the best pop punk album ever made. Uh, Blue album. What do you call, I guess, is it alternative? Yeah, I would think alternatives probably or power pop maybe is what they call it. Yeah, I, I'm cool with that. Um, yeah. I'll allow it. Uh, Blue album is B. It right. starts with a B. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Dookie is A, and Dookie was literally one of the first albums I ever owned, secular albums. Yeah. That wasn't like a... Um, when I was younger, somebody gave me the Eminem show on like a burned CD. Right. And that <laughs> was my... It under, hide it under your pillow. Yeah. But imagine, yeah. Bur, bur, the Eminem show was my first non-Christian album that I ever had. It changed my life probably. It probably turned me into the piece of garbage that I really am. Um, So Dookie was... I bought Dookie on a band trip. I bought Dookie, The Beatles, A Hard Day's Night, and... uh. What was the Ramones greatest hits? Hard, fast Ramones. Is that what it was called? Yeah, one of them was. Yeah, it was that one. Um, okay. And it was a really transformative time for me. Like I wore those things out like crazy with my CD player. And Dookie, um, I had never heard anything like it before. You know, I was a little older yeah. when I heard the Blue album for the first time. My brother bought it for me. Um, my brother also bought me "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." Um. But Dookie was just super transformative. It got me into, it was like, cause I, I, I actually know I didn't buy Dookie on that, on that band trip. I bought Dookie on a baseball trip. So, cause I bought Dookie by itself. I, I listened to Dookie before I listened to the Ramones. And I think Dookie's the reason that I listened to the Ramones. Cause like, man, punk rock's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, so. Yeah. I don't feel great about this, but, uh, Dookie, I'd say Dookie's number one. Yeah, I would probably, I would put the Blue Album at the top for me because okay. the Blue Album is uh, was wholly transformative for me in the same way where I was just like, what is this? Like, <laughs> every song on this thing rules, and it was whenever I was first getting into stuff. It's actually the the uh, album that makes me that made me want to learn to play the drums. There's a drum fill in the song No One Else that I thought was the coolest shit in the world. And I was like, I need to know how to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> and uh, now I can, and it's not that hard. It's not that hard of a drum fill, but I like it a lot. Well, and I got to give the blue album Dookie's the same way, but more so the blue album. Even I got the blue album when I was starting to try to learn guitar. So like learning uh, power chords, there's a lot of power chords on that album. Um, and trying to learn, like I sat there before I was good enough to actually learn this, but I just put too much, so much time into it. I learned the intro to Surf Wax America, the and I, I never like it's, it's, I, I never got good enough to where that was easy for me to play, but I figured it out, you know. It's a fun guitar album, like even as a non-guitar player, like all the licks are cool. The world has turned and left me here, only in dreams. Only in dreams, America. Like only in dreams is there. I want you. She's so heavy. I think. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, Toxicity is a, is a holds a special place for me. That's my, uh, if I'm in a car with some people 
and we need to listen to an album all the way through and all of us are into it, I'll just throw toxicity on because you can listen to the whole thing front to back. Oh, yeah. And it's, and it's fun to listen to. Um, welcome to the Black Parade. I have to give you credit. You're the one as a 30 something year old man turned turned me on to it. And you were like, don't listen to the singles. Listen to the whole thing. And you're right. That's a certified banger. It's so good. And and that's the thing. Like, Welcome to the Black Parade is a great song. It got blown out a little bit. It got overplayed. But if you listen to it in totality, like as part of the album, um, it 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 fits so well. And yeah. just the, even the beginning of the album is great. You've got teenagers, you've got you've got uh Mama. Mama yeah. is a great song. It's, yeah. It's uh, so so good. It is crazy. Like, because My Chemical Romance obviously did good things before that album, and they they've done things since that album, but it's crazy how hard they peaked there. Like, it was so perfect how good right. they were. It's like an alchemy, like yeah. to make something that that perfect uh, on one of the on the third time through. You know, I think that's the third album for them. So, all right, those are my those are my Andrew Pixum for this week. Pretty good uh, ones. You made it hard yeah. on me, dude. Look, I, I did not look, just like mean I, to say hard on. <laughs> like I said, there are no easy passes here. You know, we want to be, we want to be controversial. We want to have hard opinions, as there know? shouldn't be. Yeah, you know? but we're we're a hot take podcast. If we're anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, That's not exhausting. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, I'd like to uh, bring up why the past sucks. Oh, me. okay. Yeah, yeah, we've got some past Godwin. All right. Uh, did you know that right now it is 8.01, Andrew? Certainly uh, Pacific is. time. Yes. Did you know that standardized time did not come into law until 1880? You could just say whatever time you want, <laughs> and nobody could stop you. Well, we had clocks. Right, but... Uh, prove it you know <laughs> there's <laughs> there's no law what is time anyway you know what i mean yeah i i say could, could you imagine just trying that to help people... me that would help me so much with getting late to, <laughs> being late to work right uh it's it was uh the clock when clocks were invented they were set in relation to position of the sun in the sky in whatever particular town or village you lived in. So that means that it could sway a few minutes either way. Like, man. And how did you spread the word? Did you like take, like walk one clock around town or did you like make <laughs> you have a megaphone now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody's synchronized. There are no oceans 11 style robberies back then. You can't get all the clocks on the same. Uh, I wonder if that's why we needed uh, like clock towers. Oh, maybe that's a good, that's a good, idea. but imagine like, because I used to work in Porterville, but I lived in Exeter. So imagine if there was no standardized time, I don't know. It's willy nilly. What's a, what time I'm getting to work. You I know? don't know what kind of bullshit Exeter time you're on. <laughs> right. And maybe that's why it's like people were quote unquote on their own time or whatever, you know, I that's wonder... where the saying comes from. I wonder how they standardized time eventually. If, it, if that was because they like got the the the, uh, the um, ability just to talk on the phone or some shit. Yeah, it's. Uh... What time do you think it is? No. <laughs> no. 
It's not even. And I wonder what they standardized it to. If they if they're like whatever time it is in DC is where it is there, and then I wonder when uh, time zones came into play because they knew about that shit. So like, yeah. I wonder if it was immediately. Probably it's probably immediately. Um, it looks like the time was synchronized uh, by rail railway time. The railroads before this would let you know what time it was. Uh, and they had a clock based on London time set in a clock in the Royal Observatory mm-hmm. in Greenwich. And that's yeah, why we have Greenwich. 11 o'clock. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's the guy on the train. <laughs> that's why we have Greenwich, Green, Greenwich Mean Time. And uh, you got it right at first. It's Greenwich. Oh, the Greenwich. Yeah. Shouldn't so, be Greenwich. Like, hey, spell it differently, <laughs> but it's Greenwich. GMT, if you've seen that, uh, yeah, next to the to the time, that's why, is because people started going off of that, and then it was enforced by law in 1880, and then by 1929, most countries were using that as like the standard measurement, and then of course we got years, yeah, (laughs) and then of course we got like atomic clocks and all that shit, and yeah. You know, that's still even that. set. That's still even set to like whatever the fuck we called it, you know? Right. And of course, uh, as as Andrew said, uh, if you wanted to be exhausting, even in 1880, you could say, what is time, man? <laughs> we time actually exist, dog, or is time a state of being? Yeah, is time a all... state of matter or is time a state of time, bro? It's a construct, baby. Uh, and for the second... Uh, the, the past stinks uh, segment this week real quick. If you had to, if you had to ballpark it, how long do you think mouth to mouth CPR has been around? Hmm. Well, I know it was around when Sandlot came out. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how long. 1950s. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, we had defeated the Nazis already. <laughs> we had uh we had figured out how to split the atom. Uh but we we didn't have mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. So if Oppenheimer had choked on some chicken in that town <laughs> that they built, my guy my guy's done for. Well, that's the Heimlich dog. I wonder when the Heimlich was invented. Uh well, so uh, to be fair, Similar methods for life preservation had been around since at least the 18th century. So they had figured out, well, if I breathe into this guy that's not breathing, sometimes maybe this guy <laughs> comes back. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't until 1956 that Peter Safar and James Elam uh, modernized it to what we know today with the ABCs of resuscitation. Uh, Always be chilling. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and used what's called the airway breathing and circulation model. So, have you ever, have you ever done uh, CPR tests? I mean, a uh, class training? No, I've never done CPR training. I did one. It was always funny. It was like they provided us with a little plastic uh, thing that you put on somebody's mouth before you give them mouth to mouth. And I just always thought of how funny that is. Like, you're going to save this person's life, but you're like, oh, germs. This was before COVID. Right. And you're like, uh, well, no, he, I, but I can't have my mouth touch his mouth. 
<laughs> probably the reason why I never wanted to be CPR certified is I never wanted to put my mouth on somebody's mouth that I didn't <laughs> want to, you know, then I have a responsibility. Dusty's never yeah. kissed anybody, just so you know. Um, yeah. Well, the funny thing about that stupid flap thing that they gave us is you still have, like, there's still fucking particulates. You're blowing air into somebody's mouth. So the the esophagus juice. You know <laughs> the what I mean? Esophagus juice. Just the, the, you're blowing air, so there's inherently going to be germs. And it's, it's like for peace of mind. And it's like, do we have time for peace of mind? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I know, you know, there there's like... Uh, and, and there was a lot of stress. It was like if I'm CPR certified, then I become like the block captain of yeah. like <laughs> they come and get me if something happens. You know, if I'm ever on a plane or like if it happens at work, then I gotta then I have to be the guy, and I, I don't need that kind of pressure. Have you ever flown on a plane? I have never been on a plane. Are you against it? I don't understand how it works, so I don't <laughs> do it. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, no, I've just never needed to go anywhere where I had to fly. I also don't understand how it works. Um, I mean, I, I understand how it works, but it, but I don't trust it for some reason in my stupid brain, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, so I, cause I you don't tri- understand how your car works. Right. I feel tricky about it, but I, yeah. <laughs> I need my car to get somewhere. I don't need the airplane to get me anywhere as of now. My cat keeps going behind my computer and it's fucking driving me nuts, bro. And he knows I don't want him back there. And that's why <laughs> that, he's back there. That makes him want to do it more. Oh, man, I want to kill him because I'm scared he's going to pull a cord and I'm going to lose this whole podcast. Um, yeah, So, because when you're on a plane, sometimes you sit in an emergency exit and they're like, they give you a talk. They're like, are you willing to be the like emergency leader, leader for the for the plane if shit were to go down there's a pamphlet in front in the seat in front of you you got to read and i'm like oh yeah no problem i don't i don't the plane's not going to go down (laughs) right and if it if it were to go down we're not following protocol that's not going (laughs) to be on me you're going to tell us what to do right it's uh (laughs) it becomes chaos there it's just so that they have you know they can say it, you know, oh, we have a safety guy over here. So they can sue me if a bunch of people die because of yeah. uh, procedural bullshit. Uh, you see how I'm trying to I have this water here, I'm trying to open this water right now. Yeah. Can't do it. Hurts my hand. Hurts my <laughs> hand too bad. <laughs> Can't get a good grip on it. Hold on, dude. I have to get my cat. I have to pause. Right. Hold on. I've never had a better. I've never had a better time than seeing you try to outwit your cat just now. He will be back. I threw his little avocado toy. He's playing with it against the against the fence. I mean, against uh-huh. the 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 sliding glass door. As soon as he gets bored of that, his bitch ass is coming right on back. <laughs> you trying to catch the cat is a is a real moment. Oh no, yeah. he'll always let me catch him. I just wanted him wanted him to think that I was trying to catch him so he'd run away from me and be scared. <laughs> Ah, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, you're right. Like, I don't know how my car works, but I just put my faith in it. I don't know how the plane works, but I don't need to know how it works yet because I don't need it to take me anywhere. Dusty, you need open heart surgery. Can you tell me exactly how that works? <laughs> well, you heard my story about the dentist earlier. I like to, <laughs> I like to know. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. 
like the end, I can't I like imagine the if you had to uh, be one of those guys that's awake during brain surgery. Ooh, what are you doing? <laughs> that's my whole brain, isn't it? No. Just <laughs> have you found my medulla oblongata? <laughs> God, I hate uh, this fucking guy. How do yeah. I cut off the annoying part? <laughs> well, there's a movie. Uh, called Awake with Hayden Christensen, which is like where they let him make more movies. <laughs> yeah, he's um he's going in for open heart surgery, and he's one of the the conceit is he's the type of person that the anesthesia doesn't it works, so he doesn't feel anything, but he's awake. It doesn't knock him out, so he's awake the whole time they're doing this open heart surgery on him, and then he finds out that they're not actually doing the open heart surgery for him. They're selling his organs, but he can't like do anything about it. Cause he's paralyzed by the anesthesia. Uh, that is a terrifying, like <laughs> fuck, uh, old Leatherface or uh Freddy Krueger or whatever. That's my nightmare to be awake while somebody's doing surgery on me and I can't do anything about it. You never had surgery, right? Uh, I had surgery on my wrist and my nose. Do you remember? Uh, no. Did they roll you into an operating room or anything? Yeah. The, you don't remember any of that? But no, they had me. I remember the operating room, and I remember getting the mask with the, the gas. Do you remember how cold the operating room was? Yeah, I I remember that, and I also remember my hubris, thinking that I would uh, be able to count to zero. Oh, yeah. From backwards from 100, you know? Cause... They went, they went good night, Andrew, and I was like, good. <laughs> yeah, they were like, You're, you'll be out soon. And I was like, I'm making it to zero. And they're like, okay, start counting. And I'm like, 199, 90, and, and then I woke up and I had a cast up to my shoulder for my wrist. They're like, so. you, you are, you are uh, repaired and you have sleep apnea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eight-year-old me. The youngest case of sleep apnea of all yeah. time. Uh, yeah. So that, that's the true nightmare is uh, being awake during surgery and like, I guess being having grave robbers try to steal my organs. It's a very specific nightmare. It'd be funny if it happened. <laughs> yeah. And, but I couldn't even tell anyone because I'd be dead. I know. But know? if I found out after the fact, I'd be like, Oh man, it was his nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. Of course uh, it happened to him. Movies called awake, by the way, pretty good movie. I run into Sarah. It's, there's no way it's good. I run into Sarah <laughs> and she's like, he was having surgery and then apparently he was, and I was like, he was awake and they were harvesting his organs. And she's like, how do you know? And I'm like, we, we talked about that a lot. Like that. <laughs> it, it came up a remarkable amount of times. As much surprised. as you think this sucks, it sucks worse. Cause that was Dusty's worst fear. <laughs> yeah. Worse than Leatherface, uh, who made an appearance this week, Andrew on AEW TV. So, was it my cat just fucking ran out of my room, out of my living room? Did you see it? It was a blur. Um, yeah. like Ezra Miller. Um, he's, he's he's amped up now. Did uh, uh, is this like he came out dressed as Leatherface? Did he have a chainsaw? Yeah, they was were doing it? a Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match. <laughs> uh, oh, good. And because the, the new video game Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, came out today. And so they were cross-promoting with AEW and a guy that they identified as not an actor playing Leatherface. This is Leatherface. Canonically, we've identified this man as Leatherface came out 
and scared Jeff Jarrett's wife up the ramp with a chainsaw that had no chain on it. Was Jeff Jarrett in the uh, match? Yeah, it's Jeff Jarrett versus Jeff Hardy. <laughs> two Jeffs. God damn, two guys Both that are Jeffs, like, dude. <laughs> two guys that their bodies shouldn't be going through a death match. Um, yeah. One of them 70 and the other one's a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it was just, it's funny to imagine that in wrestling now, there has been both Leatherface and RoboCop canonically involved. So, like, they could have a match. Don't forget Zeus. Zeus, right? And uh, Chucky was uh, on a WCW pay-per-view one time. Talking Hell to yeah, Rick dude. Steiner. Yeah, so, you know, there's... Uh, you could do a fatal four-way. Zeus versus Chucky versus uh, Leatherface versus RoboCop. I feel like Rob Zombie's Rob Zombie's Michael Myers is the best uh is the best wrestler horror character. Best pro wrestler horror character. Yeah, I think Jason yeah. would probably be a good one, but like that the, the, Rob Zombie's Michael Myers is huge, he's strong. Right. Already he doesn't a killer. He, he probably doesn't cut much of a promo. Right. He needs a manager. <laughs> but uh It'd probably be Kruger, right? Yeah, Kruger's because he's a little guy. If you're doing the remake version of Kruger, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like Michael Myers overall probably the best uh pro wrestler guy. Aside, unless you count Kane, whenever he was in the movie See No Evil, uh, if his if he were a, I don't count Kane. Okay, so Kane, <laughs> <laughs> we just don't we discount Kane. We don't count so. Kane. No. Uh, what about Jacob Goodnight, his character from the movie See No Evil? That's a terrible name. That's also discounted. Uh, yeah, it was just, I was watching it and I was just like, look, man, I've got a long leash for things that are fine uh, because wrestling is inherently silly. But Leatherface, is a, that, might be the, that might be the step too far. Uh, yeah, that's pretty stupid. How's the match? Uh, match is bad. It's a bad match. Uh what (laughs) they did stick with it who (laughs) yeah they did call back to uh i don't know if you remember in the original texas chainsaw massacre when leatherface first appears he hits a dude in the head with a hammer uh and then pulls him behind a wall that's uh like a like a false wall Mm -hmm. uh they did use the hammer like a little the little sledgehammer in the match and so that was a nice callback to the original movie but otherwise pretty terrible <laughs> i'll give i'll give that to him you know what i mean yeah um, was so you saw the meg dusty you saw the meg to the trench <laughs> i did see the meg to the trench that's right what'd you think fell asleep <laughs> you fell asleep <laughs> for part of it yeah god damn it you're so old dusty <laughs> It was so bad, dude. There's no, there's no Meg for like an hour. It's like an under. It, it's like that's how under, Jaws did it. Yes, but Jaws was good. <laughs> the Meg needs more. The net. The Meg needs a hundred percent Meg. <laughs> there could. There needs to be zero time where the Meg uh, or multiple Megs are not on the screen presenting an issue. Were there um, any badass moments? There's a big uh, octopus. That was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. Okay. It, it also comes out of the trench. So, um, and Jason Statham uses a uh, jet ski a bunch. 
Hell yeah, dude. I dude uh Tiger King ruined jet skis for me. <laughs> really? Every time I see somebody on a jet ski, I think of that guy from Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. I always think of the Daniel Tosh joke. Uh, oh yeah. Have you ever seen somebody uh, sat on a wave runner? Uh, money buy- can't buy happiness. It could buy a wave runner. Have you ever seen somebody sat on a wave runner? Try to frown on a wave runner. You just be like, he's like trying to frown while he's doing the thing. And then you start smiling. Yeah. Um, great bit. It's a great bit. No, it was just like, <laughs> I know it's a, a ridiculous uh, quibble to have with it, but like, the the sharks just look so fake and like who (laughs) could have guessed like and it's it's actually there were some there were some laugh moments but they were i don't think they were supposed to be like there's a part where the meg opens its giant mouth and and swallows a bunch of people but so it in theory killed these people but it didn't chomp it didn't chomp anybody it just opened its mouth real big and they just all eats yeah they they all just fell into his mouth and I presume those people are dead, but I don't know, you know. Uh, I mean, it's a big meg. You might be able to – there might be an ecosystem going on in there now. Yeah, and it was like – I don't know. The first half of it was just like this weird espionage movie where they're trying to, uh, like, monetize the meg. And oh, I hate that good. shit. <laughs> oh, good. They went the Jurassic uh, World direction. Yeah, or there's some shit in the trench that'll make like billions of dollars. So they should. So for that means they have to kill Jason Statham for some reason, and so they keep putting him in all these like uh, Rube Goldberg contraptions where it's like, oh man, everything's sealed from the inside. Hold on, if I hold my breath for three minutes, I can make it through this tube, and then I can make it out. And like what? Like, you know? Why'd you guys put a tube in there, the evil genius? <laughs> yeah, well, I told you we needed one less tube. You guys have seen Star Wars. <clears throat> um. So it was. You know, I still think the best thing about it is the the poster that they have at the at the movie theater <laughs> that I want. That's three dimensional. You can put yourself in the mouth of the Meg. Yeah. You know? That's still the I, best part of the Meg too. I've got to hook up at a movie theater. I can see. I can see if they have an extra one. Look, dude, I will. I will. Would you take in, it? Oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> I put that in my garage for sure. Sarah would be so mad at you. Um, can we get rid of the Meg thing? It's. Like, I, <laughs> I'm it's, going it's scaring the cats. <laughs> I'm going to go this weekend and watch Blue Beetle, uh, the DC superhero movie. Cool. Got yeah. something else to talk about? I'm just kidding. Uh, and. A movie that I'm sure you're gonna love, Andrew. Strays. Oh yeah, dogs cussing. <laughs> Your classic dogs cussing movie. Oh man, no. have we talked about this in, in just in private, or have we talked about it on the radio station? We mean, have not the, talked about it on the podcast. No. From the studio that brought you gr- uh, old lady cussing <laughs> and kids cussing comes dogs cussing. <laughs> I bet there's some decent jokes. I've seen the I've seen the trailers. <clears throat> And some like clips of like Will Ferrell doing his thing, and it just seems like dogs cussing. Yeah, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to to make me think that it's not, but it's only an hour and a half. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, well, if I don't go see this movie, they're not going to make like this is a bad idea for a movie. They probably <laughs> shouldn't make this movie. I and I had this conversation the other day. Go ahead. <laughs> like, but. If this movie bombs, then they're going to the the lesson will not be, hey, don't make 
stupid dog cursing movies. It's going to be nobody wants to see a movie that doesn't have Blue Beetle in it or whatever. Yeah, they, they will get the they will always take the wrong message. Yeah, it's tough, man, because like I don't want to go out and pay money and they're like, oh, man, they need more. We're, we're going to make cats cussing next, which I'd watch. Right. I'd watch cats cuss. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, Kai told me the same thing. She's like, you have to support comedy like you. If you want comedy movies to be made, you have to go pay and watch comedy movies. And I said, listen, Kai, I don't pay to watch any movies. <laughs> right. We have established this. I watch movies for free. OK, but. Uh, I the one that I gave her was the Jennifer Lawrence movie, because the Jennifer Lawrence movie was a uh, it's a comedy. It is uh seemingly I've I've heard good things about it. It doesn't seem gimmicky, um, and I like Jennifer Lawrence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that one I'll hand up. Probably should have went and saw that one in theaters. If it's still in the theaters, even though I'm saying this right now, not gonna go see it. You know? Right. Um, I'm, I'm principled in, uh, I'm, I'm all talk right. when it comes to that, yeah. but dogs cussing, <laughs> unless you come back and say, dude, that's one of the, that's the funniest movie I've seen in a long time because it does kind of feel like the old Apatow Rogan type stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. I feel like they maybe ruined the best jokes though. Cause they need the, they need you to believe that it's funny. So they put a lot of the jokes in the trailer, like uh, the part where they all eat mushrooms and the dog is like, oh, how do you mean I look different? Is it my human hands? And he's, he's like a sock puppet with hands. That's a good. That's a good joke. That gets that got a laugh. But now I've seen it. So I haven't like, seen I haven't seen that joke. I haven't seen that trailer, I guess. But uh, or the whole trailer. If that's the only trailer. But like what I saw, if they gave away their best jokes i don't think they have very good jokes uh so uh that that sounds like a funny joke but i haven't seen that one so you know please report back like i said if 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 you say dogs cussing knocked your socks off right um i'm on i'm on board uh, I, I, uh, I i i might see it i'll consider it at that point do i think it's the 40 year old virgin no of course not <laughs> Um, almost nothing's the 40 year old right like uh it is currently sitting at 54 percent on the tomato meter uh from critic reviews okay what does it we don't have audience reviews yet do we no the critic consensus is crudely effective and effectively crude strays is more amusing than hilarious but this comedy scattershot humor is partly offset by its surprisingly big heart that's a problem (laughs) and you know what is it surprising that it has heart? It's about fucking dogs. Yeah. Did you uh, think there wasn't going to be a little bit of capitalizing on the fact that these are fucking dogs? Right. Uh, oh, I bet this movie has no heart. I bet it's just dogs cussing the whole time and they're getting laid <laughs> and they're doing drugs and they live happily ever after. No, they find their owner. Or they, or they get a, they, they have their own family at the end. They get adopted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, while Strays was in my mind, so I I thought, what's the best animals talking movie? And unless you've got one, it's I think Homer we Bound. can agree. Homeward Bound, the Incredible Bound. Journey. <laughs> yeah. Go the, fuck yourself. It's Homeward Bound. The one um, with Michael J. Fox as uh, Chance, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And you got uh, I can't remember the other kids. There's the old dog. 
There's uh, Shadow. Shadow. Hell yeah. Shadow's the uh, like boxer. No, Pitbull, right? No, uh, the Pitbull is Chance. Michael it's, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then... Shadow's the uh, old man. Yeah, and then Sassy is the cat. Sassy's the cat. With Sally Field. Uh, whenever they go over that waterfall and the cat's all wet and she's mad about it, man, that's funny. <laughs> Let me tell you, Strace has jokes like that. I'm <laughs> I'm in for it. Cat doesn't like getting wet. It's funny. Uh, yeah. I am, I'm looking at a list of the ultimate talking animal movie list on, on IMDb. Okay. We've got Dr. Doolittle. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Does not, does not get beat by homeward bound, uh, but it is ranked number one. The witches. I've never seen that. 1990. Uh, babe. Um, I did like babe. I forgot all the animals talking babe. Yeah. He's a pig like in the city. <laughs> you know, um, this is a, Okay. They made a Charlotte's Web in 2006. Oh, yeah. That's got um Dakota Fanning, Julia Roberts, Oprah Winfrey, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never uh, saw that one, but yeah, fuck that one. Uh, the original Charlotte's Web, the cartoon, yes. Uh, um, yeah, very... with, a rat, <laughs> with a rat gets to be a piece of garbage in the at the, after the circus comes to town. Oh, yeah, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah, everything's coming up the rat. Uh, so. <laughs> That one, I think I haven't seen that one in a long time. That one, I think, rivals Homeward, Homeward Bound, but uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'd probably go Homeward Bound. Uh, Stuart Little was good. Michael mm-hmm. J. Fox also. Gina Davis, Hugh Laurie, and uh, Jonathan Lipnicki. Remember that? I don't want to. I don't want to tear anything apart. Do they ever explain why Stuart Little is a little mouse that can talk? I don't know, man. He's magic. Okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah, why do I these just, dogs talk? You know, I needed somebody to tell me. <laughs> no, but the the uh, humans can't hear the dogs. Everybody can understand Stuart Little. They so can. I, need... <laughs> I haven't seen that yeah. one in a long time. Came out in '99. I probably haven't seen it in uh, fifteen. No, more than Since fifteen. Like maybe twenty years. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, only eighty-four minutes. The Stuart Little. So that gets that gets and uh, written by M Night Shyamalan. So Shyamalanian. Yeah, no twist ending. So he Stuart wrote Little. the. Was wasn't Stuart Little a book first? Yes, he wrote the the screenplay. Oh, I'm not sure. As like a hey, can you write a movie? We need you to prove it to you before we give us before we give you money. Oh, okay. Uh, Garfield from 2004. I never watched that. Um, I know there's a there's a famous story I think for Garfield two, uh, the tale of two kitties where uh bill murray signed Good on name. to that <laughs> funny name uh bill yeah. murray signed on to that movie because he saw it was being directed by uh cohen brother but it was actually just a different guy whose last name also happened to be cohen it's a different spelling and so he didn't know that and then he was in this terrible garfield movie webster webster and cohen going back uh. to full runnings um does finding nemo count yeah, I was more thinking, you know, like movies with with live action animals yeah. that talk. Yeah, I don't really count Finding Nemo. Because um, like Scooby-Doo, you know, that dog talks, but it's not a real dog. Jungle Book, same thing. Yeah. Uh, Little Mermaid, same thing. Tarzan. Ooh. The cartoon? Yeah. That okay. does, I mean, it doesn't beat it for me, but... Um, no. 
Emperor's New Groove, you got the llama. I think there's a talking llama. Uh, David yeah. Spade, if I remember correctly. George of the Jungle, that monkey is hilarious. Uh, yeah. Or gorilla, or mm-hmm. whatever he is. Not a real gorilla, though. So. Yeah, again. there's, a, there's. A, I mean, uh, do you count Guardians? The talking raccoon in Guardians. Yeah, and a tree, which is a living creature, not necessarily an animal. Non-human uh, living creature. Yeah. No, none of them beat Homeward Bound, and here's why. The end of Homeward Bound. When Shadow shows back, up? When Shadow comes back after you thought that he he died. Oh, boy. They give you they give you the thought that he's never coming back, and the kid turns around, he's like, fuck, my dog fucking died. <laughs> I have this other dog, but he's kind of shitty. I don't know this dog as well. And then Shadow's like, Andy. Well, I, can't remember what the, I can't remember what the kid's name is. Yeah. yeah. Kevin. <laughs> Might as well be Andy. You know, uh, Don Emichich is Shadow's voice. Uh, and... Mesh looks like a mesh. Oh, Don a mesh, yeah. Hey, uh, good for you, Don. Probably dead. Do you want to guess? His rotten, his rotten tomato picture looks old. Don a mesh, dead or alive? I'm going dead. Oh, He's got to be I, dead. I I saw his birthday. He's dead for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna say he died in 2000. Okay. 93. Um, <laughs> oh, he so he was I think he was dead. Didn't give when, you time to guess. Yeah, I think Sorry he was dead that. when Homeward Bound came out. Uh let's see. Homeward Bound came out 93 in February of 93. Yeah. So then When did this fucker die? Well, the, he probably December recorded. of 93. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's true. If it came out early in the year, it's more likely that he was alive when it came out. Yeah. 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 When do you think Don uh was born? I haven't. Oh, I just saw it. Fuck. I was like, I haven't seen it yet. My eyes went uh, across. Yeah. Um, 1908. Yeah. That was <laughs> that was two Cubs World Series ago. That's yeah. He's a, he's he had only been they'd only had established standardized time for 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. uh, and I think it's Don Amici. I think it's how you say it. That that may he's probably Italian. Yeah. Um yeah, man. Homeward bound. That's the one. Yeah, he is Italian. So yeah, it's probably yeah. Amici. Oh yeah, because his 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 dad is Amici, A-M-I-C-I. So he Americanized his name because people were afraid of Italians back then. Right. A bunch of people using the W word. Right. They're gonna steal your tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I also looked up Oliver and Company, which is the only other animal movie, talking animal movie. I, I remember I watched it. I don't know anything about that movie. 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what Homeward Bound had? How did, what, how did it do? 87, certified fresh, wow. baby. <laughs> Fuck yourself, Oliver and Company. That's a bunch of people our age. Oh, yeah. That's that's a bunch of people who can't give a C- minus to a, to a movie where they cry because the dog's alive at the end. Pitbull, the uh, chance gets gets a a bunch of uh, porcupine needles in his face. Poor guy. Yeah, that's a, that's a traumatizing scene. Whatever he's like, what's going on? And he's in the vet, and they're pulling the the things out of his face. <laughs> Fucking dumbass Uncool, dog. Dude. What is? I'm trying to find the kid's name. It's bugging me now. Peter. That's what it is. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. Oh right. Hello, Peter. <laughs> Peter. 
Shadow. Oh, <laughs> oh, Peter. Dude, the double feature of that and the Sandlot in 93, forget about it. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And uh, the Land Before Time, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you could even get a cool runnings in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a <laughs> that's a high time. Uh, Eating that, that weird green ketchup they came out with. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, or the mixed... Uh, the mixed peanut butter and jelly in one jar that somebody thought was a good idea. <laughs> Dude, have you heard the Brian Regan bit about that? I don't, I don't He's know. He's like, I want to eat a sandwich, <laughs> but I don't want to open two jars. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I don't understand how peanut butter and jelly can be such a perfect team when they're together, but you have to, you have to introduce them separately. But if you put them in a jar together and neither one of them is improved. Well, I got to tell you this. This is another one of my maybe a, a controversial statement. I'm out on peanut butter. I'm what? fucking I'm done with it, bro. Like I'll eat an uncrustable. That's about all I'll do. The texture, bro, you're eating glue, dog. <laughs> what about crunchy peanut butter? It's crunchy glue. <laughs> peanut wild- glue. This is the wildest take you've ever had. <laughs> bro, imagine that thing, that substances tr- transit through your intestines. Like, imagine that trying to wiggle its way through your digestive tract. Oh, it gets hit with acid, dude. It's fine. It doesn't unstick that shit. <laughs> um, I'm sure it, does. it doesn't just go. <laughs> they don't send it straight through unsullied. It's It's getting worked over. It tries, it tries, but it doesn't, it doesn't take care of it. Uh, this is, these are the concerns of a man with weak intestinal, uh, with muscles. Dude, re- recently I've been like, I, in the mornings I'll have like cottage cheese with, uh, with fruit and chia seeds and then I'll put nut butter on it. Right. Uh-huh. Never eat the nut butter. Every day I put it on there. Every day it's still on my fucking uh, bowl when I'm done and I just can't bring myself to eat it. I'm sick of it. I'm out. <laughs> I And for a long time in my life, I hated peanut butter was like my least favorite thing in the world. And then I came around because of Uncrustables and I gave it a shot. And every once in a while, I might throw some on a sandwich, a very light layer. But if you're going a good chunk of peanut butter, go fuck <laughs> yourself. What about on waffles? Delicious on waffles. You know what's sick on waffles? Syrup and butter. Things yeah. that just go straight through you. You know yeah. what I mean? Fucking white bread. <laughs> Put some peanut butter on there. Don't be a coward. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to eat fucking cock. It's, C-A-U-L-K, everybody. It, it's, for the record. Dude, uh, that it, that opened my mind's eye. when so The first time somebody put peanut butter on some waffles for me. That was a, that was a transformative experience. Peanut butter waffles, honey. Texture notwithstanding, good flavor. Uh-huh. But the texture has now made me dislike the flavor. I'll tell you what I don't like. Uh, for a while, I was eating almond butter because it's like, you know, it's supposed to be good for you. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. You know, I would have it with uh, apples, with like apple slices. <laughs> it's funny how much <laughs> Mitch Hedberg has uh, <laughs> has made its way into our cadence. <laughs> yeah. I have it with like apples. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I was well because I was trying to remember what I was, what was happening was I was trying to remember what I had had it with and I was like <laughs> celery no that's not it what's the other thing you eat 
almond butter with apples uh, apples uh i get five of them if i ever come in here and i get seven bag them shits up <laughs> bag them up um and uh, the thing i dislike about that is i don't like seeing the oil separate from the uh from the almond butter oh yeah it it's a big problem out. yeah but and then you got to stir it and the oil gets all over the place yeah. like hey science <laughs> figure out how to mix these two things yeah well you 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 see how sometimes how backwards we get you know we didn't have uh standardized cpr till the 50s <laughs> that is true you know because, but the problem is like since the oil is all on top the oil hasn't introduced itself to the actual <laughs> nut butter so right. the nut butter on bottom is hard as shit that's so why it's not slick to go through your intestines yes well so you can't stir it properly because it's not it's not uh malleable enough it's just like sitting there in the bottom so you're trying to get and you're getting you're getting oil all over the outside of the jar and that drives me nuts when yeah. you got when you've got like i i clean the the uh <laughs> i clean the uh around the hole of my ketchup every time i use it <laughs> you're <laughs> You're gonna be on a TV show, dude. Someday. You know what I hate? I hate it when I when I go to somebody's house and I open their ketchup, and the whole top of the thing is just dried ketchup, ketchup crust. Just oh man, just give yeah. it a wipe, or hey, pour it better. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, the other day at work, full confidence, wanted to put some spicy mustard on a plate. Uh, that overzealous. I, was, <laughs> I thought I'd given it the the shake. Nope, mustard water. <laughs> Just oh, a whole man. batch of mustard water. Um, I so I used to buy the jar of almond butter, but almond butter is fucking <laughs> prohibitively expensive. It's like twelve dollars for like ten ounces of almond yeah, it butter. sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. But Almonds so, are expensive. So at the Winco, you could do your own. <laughs> you like you could get your own almond butter, like from a tub. You just get a tub. And then they have a machine that makes almond butter for you, like right there in the store. And you like push a little lever down and the almond butter comes out and you just put it in the tub and then you seal it and then you write the expiration date on it and then they weigh it. And then that's what they charge you. So like that ended up saving me like six or seven bucks every time. I just have to deal with the possible shame of having like a tub (laughs) of almond butter that I have to bring up to somebody, you God, know, dude, it would be so funny if you fucked that up and almond butter went all over the place. <laughs> Just, yeah, that would be a real, a real Chevy chase trying to, does it mix uh, with the oil as you're doing it? Is that how it works? I don't, I don't know if there's, or does oil it come out it. like just nasty? Like it's like, I'm not, not going to make a, a poop. Yeah. It comes out like ice cream from, you know, like a, uh, ice cream machine. Oh, does it eventually separate? No, it's I don't know that it has oil in it. So like I think they it, all have oil in it. And maybe it just has whatever natural oils in the or maybe they've just almonds. figured out how to get those things mixed and the ones that don't have them mixed are fucking stupid. Yeah. But it's like it's a little more grainy. Like it's not as smooth as the almond butter that's yeah. in the jar. But for like five less bucks each time, that that's the that's the path. That I wish just, they would do that with spinach. I'm sick of having to buy a trash bag full of spinach. When I know I'm just going to get home and make one salad and then fuck, fucking forget about the spinach that's in there until I realize it's slimy and throw it away. Yeah. Have you, or that it has cilantro in it. 
Yeah. Oh man, I had another cilantro situation yesterday. <laughs> I got I got a burrito from uh Tacos La Via in Bakersfield. I'm calling you out. And uh I I sent somebody to go get it and it had I there was no onion, no cilantro. I saw the receipt, said no onion, no cilantro. Guess what? Onion and cilantro. It, it, no, well, there was no onion. No cilantro is the most ignored special request in history. <laughs> uh-huh. Because they're like, oh, he must want it because it's a, it's a little it's a little spicy treat. Who doesn't want cilantro? Fucking me, dog. I asked for no cilantro. <laughs> you don't know me better than me. Yeah, that's. Don't uh, nobody know be know me better than me. No, no, there ain't nobody. <laughs> you know, for Love sure. Like it, yeah. Uh, do you, should I get to the Ninja Turtles joke? Oh yes. Please. Because we should we, we gotta wrap it up in a second. Um, yeah. I texted Dusty yesterday and I said, Hey, remind me to tell you the Ninja Turtles joke. And uh, I gotta give full credit. There's a comedian named William Montgomery. He is a weirdo, certified weirdo. Uh he just goes on stage and just tells obviously fake stories. He's like Theo Vaughn, but like uh a giant redheaded man. Um and uh, but he had a one line Ninja Turtles joke that fu- that made me laugh so hard when I was driving home from Porterville yesterday. And I want to hopefully I nail it the first time he goes. <laughs> Imagine trying to figure out which animal reminds you the most of ninjas and coming up with turtles. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. it's, a, it's a perfect joke. <laughs> Well, I again, it just calls to the fact that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles might be the perfect distillation of an idea in history. <laughs> it's it's so perfect. It needs no. There are no notes uh, for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because time has proven that they were correct. You know, like it it comes back every time. Oh yeah, because, people are stoked for it again because it like it mixed everything. Right, they, na- they nailed it. Pizza, talking animals, turtles, <laughs> New York. Yeah. Uh, ooze. Skateboarding. Pe- people love ooze. Uh, mean pigs. Cal Calabunga. Uh, like surf lingo. Uh, yeah, like. I don't know how they did it, you know? That's a perfect alchemy of, like... Because there will always be little kids who love ninjas and and are willing to accept the rest of that package. Why is it a turtle? Doesn't matter. There's, I don't need it to be anything else. Turtle's perfect. Uh, Do you think well, the ninja squirrels would have worked? I don't think ninja squirrels... I'm not, a turtle is ninja turtle <laughs> has such a nice roundness to because it. it's part of the lexicon though i guess yeah originally maybe you were like what but it was it was a success from the beginning that's why i think it's such a beautiful idea it's not like later on people were like he's been proven right uh from the start ninja turtles was a hit ninja ninja turtles is that their song 
No, uh, I've been trying to figure out the how to how to mix them. But Ninja, it's, uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage oh yeah, Ninja, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, we talked about people living in the past, like in their like old things that made them famous. Uh, some local, I think it was a local TV station. Uh, maybe the one that this happened on brought back the I like I like turtles kid. Oh yeah. And they had him dressed in the same shit and have the face paint on his face. And they're like, how do you feel about this new Ninja Turtles movie? And he's like, I like turtles. And I, I didn't know whether to be sad or happy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's if he's cool with it, then great. But also, like, if that guy never moves out of that town, I'm, I, I'm going to feel bad for him, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I'm yawning. Dusty's boring me. Um. I uh I I hope he did something with his life. <laughs> yeah. The well and there are four turtles, right? So you're a kid, it's each personality is represented. You know, I like turtles. <laughs> I like all of them. But which which one's the smart one? Uh Donatello. I'm Donatello. <laughs> that's the, that's Sarah's favorite. Which one's uh, the one which one's the one that's best with the ladies? Um, I guess Michelangelo. I'm Michelangelo and Donatello. <clears throat> uh, which is the which, best fighter? Raphael. I'm my I'm Michelangelo, Raphael, and Donatello. Uh huh. And who's the leader? I, I like. Yeah, and I, he's the is he the Bronx guy? Uh, no, that's uh that's also Raphael. Oh, okay. But Leonardo's the leader. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have leadership qualities as well. Turns, turns out I'm all of them. Yeah, you're also Splinter. Because <laughs> uh, I'm old. I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm old. I'm I'm I might as well be an old man. You're old and you might you are you might as well be an old rat that lives in a sewer. You know, <laughs> dude, I, I was called sewer rat for a little bit in uh, in middle school. I don't buy that. You know? I swear to God, <laughs> That's, I uh... promise I was called sewer rat. Uh, oh. I, uh, cause I, I had long, for some reason I had long hair and apparently I looked funny running in basketball one time and all my, all my basketball friends called me sewer rat for like a month. Oh man. Yeah. That's tough. That was my least favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Andrew, Andrew, I smell didn't stay like, I didn't care about that one cause I didn't smell, right. but I guess apparently, <laughs> I, apparently I looked like a sewer rat. That's, uh, I was, I was going for an Aladdin, uh, street rat <laughs> riffraff situation. Oh yeah. 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 I don't buy that. <laughs> if only they'd look closer, would they see a young boy with his stomach turned upside down? Surely they would. They just may. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I liked the new Ninja Turtles movie. I thought it was funny thought it was good i mean it's obviously for kids but uh i <laughs> i enjoyed it i'm glad the ninja turtles have a revival uh power rangers didn't have the staying power <laughs> that i thought that it might uh, no no didn't that's uh that's not gonna stick around <laughs> it's a very uh specific point in time you know and if they made a new power rangers movie i well you know what i probably you'd, watch you it. would you would watch it yeah but I probably dislike it because I didn't like this other new one that they made. Uh, well, Power Rangers isn't funny. Well, you you know you're telling me Bulk and Skull aren't funny. I don't remember what Bulk and Skull are, bro. <laughs> They're the uh, hapless uh, bullies 
of the Power Ranger universe. Big fat guy, little skinny guy, you know, classic, <laughs> the classic comedy duo. So the fat guy's called Bulk? Yeah. Uh, the other guy's Skull. But um, let me, I'm, I'm going to look at him real quick. Because that was my move. Pa- uh, Ninja Turtles to Power Rangers. And then uh, <laughs> then the Power Rangers became uncool and there was no Ninja Turtle stuff, uh, no nostalgia yet. So then I just uh, got into Nirvana instead. So probably Bulk, a good trajectory. Bulk looks like a cross between Chris Farley and John Panette. <laughs> I was going to say, he kind of reminds me of uh, Pin Gillette. But Bulk does? I think I guess so. Penn's not fat anymore. Uh I forgot Penn used to be fat, but um Yeah, yeah, Bulk and Skull aren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Your blanket statement. Yeah, Bulk and Skull are not funny. Uh <laughs> but um anyway. Uh they've got a Wikipedia. <laughs> I know, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking to see if do you think Bulk is alive? Ooh, tough call. I hope he is, but I'm gonna probably say not. He's alive. He's fifty. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he looks oh, like a retired pro wrestler. <laughs> There's a there was a canceled spinoff. Oh no, they were gonna run a hotel. <laughs> what a terrible, what a terrible idea for a TV show. <laughs> the Wild West back in those days. Uh, um, so yeah, that was Bulk and Skull talk. Uh, thanks for listening to Snark Marks, huh, Dusty? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. I'm losing steam. If you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> I'm right back, bro. Let's do this. Just one more time. Um, did you think that there was going to be a Mexican Elvis impersonator that was going to be a supporting character in the Bulk and Skull spinoff show? There was. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, we, we could have nailed it in the 90s. Man, we could have had a show. Oh, yeah. We would have we ran the 90s. We, yeah. we could have been Bulk and Skull. We could have, could have been Balkan Skull. Uh, our show, what was our show called? Cardinal Law would have been awesome. I forgot about Cardinal Law, and then <laughs> the, the the one that we were the one that we were developing <laughs> about the uh, the two uh, pest control guys from Paso Robles. Oh yeah, Glenn, Glenn and Glenn. Glenn and uh, what was my name? I can't remember what my name was. Glenn was the better character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> remember that this the slightest bump to the head just knocks you completely out for like 15 minutes. Yeah, I I'll tell. I think next week we could because you know people are gonna listen or they're not. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Cardinal Law or my three super good jokes that I had for that, uh, where Danny McBride accidentally becomes the Pope, which would have been in totally in the 90s. They were gonna make this bulk and skull show, man. We could have had <laughs> big dreams, you know. We could have been so rich. Um, so anyway, uh, all that and more is coming to you next week at the Snark Marks podcast. Thank you, everybody who listens. Uh, th- thank you for sending good vibes about my sprained wrist. Uh, because I'm sure you did if you've listened. Uh, I felt that and I appreciate it. Um, go ahead. Unfortunately, and... he felt it in his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where all the pain was coming from. Uh, go ahead and listen to Andrew's new project. Uh, he'll keep us up to date on that. And uh, thank you, everybody who listens. Until next week, uh, the Snart Marks will be back. Uh, so goodbye, everybody. Pokemon! <laughs>